the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today. Happy Thanksgiving to you. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Maybe as you're listening, you're in your kitchen now. Maybe you're getting things ready for the big day. You're you having turkey? You know, most people do, although I was in Costco and this weekend, and I was surprised at how many different types of meats they had laid out there for Thanksgiving. So maybe people are moving away from the turkeys. It was hard to get turkeys a couple of years ago, so maybe people found something else. I'm definitely a turkey guy, at least on Thanksgiving, and I love Thanksgiving. It might be my favorite holiday, not just because of the food, but maybe mostly because of the food, but also because of the family, and it's not really about, you know, kind of all the gifts, and there's no fireworks to go to, and there's no, you know, it's just you sit down, you have a good meal, and hopefully you give thanks. Hopefully you actually take the time to recognize that we all should be thankful. It's important we realize that it's Thanksgiving and not just Thanksgiving. There's a difference between the two things. You know, thanks being is, is that inside you're thankful. And you might be that all the time. You might be have a lot of gratitude in your heart. But thanksgiving is when you actually say what you're thankful for. You know, thanks being might be how you feel, but thanksgiving is when you actually tell somebody thank you, when you actually acknowledge what you're thankful for. When you tell God you're thankful, when you tell your family you're thankful, and you say what you're thankful for, that's thanksgiving. And that's so much better than thanks being. Because other people don't know that you are just thanks being. You know, when somebody does something for you and you owe them a thank you note or you owe them a debt of gratitude, we like to say, well, if you don't pay that debt of gratitude, you might very well be thankful in your heart because you're thanks being, but they might think you're stingy or, you know, or you're somebody of ingratitude because you didn't say so. It is really important that we take the time to give thanks. So I'm going to ask you to do a couple things, and maybe I'll talk about Thanksgiving for a little bit. Um, Call up and tell us what you're thankful for. 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. And maybe for fun, because some of you, I think, have a story. Have you done a Thanksgiving meal before that was a total disaster? Now, if it's happening this year, you know, you don't necessarily need to share that this year. You can share. It might be too emotional, and I get it. But once you get past it, hopefully it's somewhat funny, uh, something that has happened to you. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Linda in Long Beach, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. I sure enjoy your show. I love your humor and your balanced approach. Thank you so much. Yeah, my uh, Thanksgiving disaster was I always make several pies, and I love making a pumpkin pie. And one year I didn't have a can of pumpkin uh, pie, and so uh, or pumpkin. So I thought, well, yams they'll work. They're about the same consistency. So I used the same recipe, seasoned, spiced it the same way, and 
put the sugar in and everything and put it in the oven. When I came out, the family said it looked like a cow flop. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are certain recipes that matter, like the ingredients actually matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you, and have a happy Thanksgiving. But did it taste okay? Oh, it tasted good. Yeah, yeah see, just, see. The, you I know. never lived down the looks of it, though. Yeah. So the looks didn't go. But uh, I am so thankful for the Lord being in my life, and and I'm thankful for just my family and everything. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you for your show, too. Well, thank you, Linda. Happy okay. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. All right. Pastor Scott's show number is 888-528-2557. Call and let us know what you're thankful for. And maybe in the process, if you've got a Thanksgiving story, particularly a fun disaster story, you can talk about that. You know, Linda was talking about her, her pie didn't look appetizing at all. And, uh, you know, something that I learned to do, and I think this is right, maybe you've tried this before, is if you want to have your turkey come out tasting better, especially the white meat of the turkey, you know what you do? You you cook it upside down. Like rather than just have it the normal way where it's in the pan and you cook it right side up, you cook it upside down because then what happens is all the fat that drains, normally drains off the turkey, it drains into and through the white meat part of the turkey that normally would be on the top side as you normally put it in the kitchen. And then you, but if you turn it around and you cook it upside down, it, it just makes it taste a lot better. That's been my experience. However, when it comes out of the oven, it looks like roadkill, right? It's not the fancy Instagram picture that you might want to have for your, your turkey to share with your friends. It looks kind of flat and it looks crazy. And there'll be some relative you got, you know, from certain part of, uh, you know, the country who uh, that's normal to them. But for most people, you probably don't want to eat it because it looks ridiculous. However, it does taste really good. And don't worry about the stuffing because you can cook the stuffing upside down too if you put that in the turkey. It doesn't make any difference that way one way or the other. It seems to be good. I don't. I think if you're going to cook the green beans with the onions on top upside down, that doesn't really work. You, or maybe you put them on top and bottom and then it doesn't matter. But all that to say is, you know, is it better that your meal look good or taste good? I would be in the, the taste good category. What do you think? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Henry and Compton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. Listen, um, I don't have a, a, a dinner disaster, but I have a story on Thanksgiving. This happened way before I was in the Lord. I had invited a friend of mine uh, from the neighborhood to come and have dinner with me and my family. And we were right there at the dinner table after we finished praying for grace. He was super nervous. I mean, he was sweating. And I'm sitting opposite him, and he reached for a napkin, but he grabbed a biscuit instead and, <laughs> and wiped his head, his forehead with a biscuit. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and the good thing was nobody noticed. No one noticed, right? Uh-huh. And so after the, after we're done, we went outside in the backyard, and I said, hey, did you notice that you got a biscuit and wiped your head with the, with your forehead? He, he said, I know, man. And, and ever since then, that was like one of our stories that we never forgot. Just uh-huh. wanted to share that with everyone. Yeah, you know what? Those stories are great because you never forget that. It's just a weird thing, right? But, you know, grab, yeah. a, grab a biscuit and uh, put that over your What's head. What's wrong with that? You know, it's just might as well do that. Henry, thanks for sharing and happy Thanksgiving to you. 888-528-2557. Todd in San Diego. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. 
Hey, Pastor Scott. You know, sometimes biscuits can be more absorbent than napkins. So you're the biscuit. That's right. If you <laughs> your biscuits might be so dry that they do the work of the napkin. That's possible. Well, first of all, I got to say I'm very thankful for my family. I have a, one of the best families in the world, and 45 years later, and they still love me. I don't know why, but very thankful for them. But I've got a good disaster story for you. All right. I had a friend. I'm, I, I live in San Diego, but I had a friend who was going to school out in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And it was kind of my only time to go and visit him was during Thanksgiving. So it was the only Thanksgiving I missed at my family's my whole life, and they were fine with it. Went out with him, and he had a bunch of people from the school that didn't make it home, a bunch of pre-law and pre-med students hanging out. So it's cool hearing all these intelligent people talk and stuff. And my buddy Grace said, oh, I did my traditional stuffing that my dad does. Like we put sauerkraut in the in the turkey. And I go, hmm, that's oh, kind of different. Yeah. But <clears throat> So he puts the turkey in. He's got the timer on. Everything, everything seems good. And the thing popped up, the little red button thing popped up. And he pulls the turkey out, and we ask Alexander, who is, I go, hey, let one of the pre-med guys, you know, cut into the turkey. So he cuts into, starts cutting into the turkey about half inch down. He goes, great. I believe the turkey is not cooked. <laughs> it wasn't cooked. It was still raw. It was only cooked about, a, I don't know, I think it was the moisture from the sauerkraut. And I said, well, that's probably why I've never seen sauerkraut <laughs> used as stuffing. That might be right. So I've never seen that either. Up, we ended up just having all the sides, yeah. And uh, but it, it makes for a good story. So it does. Uh, that is a funny story. Well, uh, I want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving, Pastor. Thank you, Todd. Happy Thanksgiving to you. God bless. God bless you. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. What are you thankful for? And uh, what was that? It was a tugboat. Oh, <laughs> okay. Eight 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 five two eight. Sorry, that was an inside joke. Oh yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think was that tugboat Todd? What? Oh, Todd, you should have told me. We know who that guy is. He's yeah. uh, Todd. <laughs> that guy, uh, Todd. Great to hear from you. Oh, what a funny story. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. The sauerkraut. Now I'm laughing even more because since I know who that is, <laughs> I can picture it. You know, don't put the sauerkraut into uh, the turkey. Uh, you know, what's he, wrong with that? Well, it's just we just heard it. You know, he said that about the biscuits being dry. You know that those Hawaiian rolls, you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember what the brand is, but it's Hawaiian something. We all probably know what we're talking uh, about. King's Hawaiian. Yeah, King's Hawaiian. They're fabulous, right? But it says right in the package that you're supposed to put it in the oven for a couple of minutes, like at uh, 250 or something to warm no them up. No, don't do that. Don't do not do that. It will They'll become dry. You'll use them as a napkin. 888-528-2557. Let's go to Janet and Chino. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. My name is Janet. I'm from Chino. I just wanted to give you a really big thank you for your show. I am not a political person in any way whatsoever, but what I have been doing for the past few months is listening to your show on my way home. And I really, I enjoy your show for all the, the messages that it gives and how it presents all the information in a biblical-related manner. Well, thank you, Janet. Thank you very much. And Yes, sir. I am very grateful for your show. And, I, and now I feel like I'm in touch with our world, with what's happening in our everyday life. Well, so that's, 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 a, that's, it's wonderful for me. Well, thank you, I Janet. That's, what we, that's what we want to do. And then, uh, and then also, obviously, give thanks to our God, because my life right now, I'm in the middle of a big 
storm, but God continues to show himself being present in my life. Today, I actually quit my job to start another job. Oh. I'm scared. I'm going to throw myself in there and, and do the best that I can and then let God do the rest. Thank you, Pastor Scott. You're welcome, and good luck with your new position. I hope everything goes well. Thank you, sir. Uh, all right. Thank you, Janet. 888-528-2557. I did that recently. Quit my job to take another one. And here we are. So um, it's great to be with you. And I'm thankful for all of you um, and that we get to have this conversation every day. 888-528-2557. What are you thankful for? And if you have a description of a disastrous Thanksgiving meal, those are always fun. And I think we can relate in different ways. 888-528-2557. Marianne and Montebello, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. I love your show. I listen to it when I'm on my way home. So does my husband. And he's probably listening now and he's probably going to laugh because I'm going to tell you uh, this story. Um, This weekend we had a a wedding on Saturday. My nephew got married. And um, my sister-in-law, her oven is not working. So she had two turkeys for Thanksgiving dinner. So she she asked if we could, you know, store them at our house in our refrigerator and thaw them up and prepare them. And so she gave the turkeys to my son the day of the wedding. He's supposed to bring them over to our house and put them in our refrigerator. Well, he forgot. Uh-oh. And he, and he didn't just forget for, like, that night. He didn't remember at all until the very next day, 24 hours later. Mm. And so when we got those turkeys out of the car... The you know they're vacuum sealed so that they can you know preserve really well. The vacuum seal was poofed up and the turkeys, needless to say, are ruined. So this morning he was scrambling to get a couple of turkeys from Costco, but <laughs> we're just like, oh my goodness, how do you how do you forget for a whole twenty four hours that you have two turkeys in your trunk? So yeah, you um, know what, I that's something that I can see myself doing. So I sympathize actually. In fact, I wouldn't notice until I smelled it a couple of days later. Like, what is no, that? I need to clean my car. Yeah, I saw that packaging and I said, nope, we cannot use those anymore. So. Yeah, that's a good decision because I think a lot of people will be like, ah, if you cook it, it'll be fine. Yeah, don't, oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't do that. No. Marianne. We, we don't want to take any chances with anyone's help. So, yeah, but and we, I just thought that was pretty pretty hilarious that you forgot for the whole day. It we is. had a great time at the wedding, though. Well, excellent. Good to hear. Marianne, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557. Talking about Thanksgiving, what are you thankful for? If you want to share that with us, 888-528-2557. It's a good thing to be thankful, and that's what Thanksgiving is about, is about giving thanks. It's not just about being thankful. That, you know, sometimes you can be thankful, but you don't express it. And if you don't express it, then, you know, what happens is even though you have gratitude, it comes across as ingratitude. And it matters to give thanks. That's why people say you owe a debt of gratitude, because it's owed. It's something that you have to give. So that's why we like to say, hey, take the time to say, what are you thankful for? I hope that you do that this week. And uh, today, wherever you are, just what are you thankful for? And give that thanks, 888-528-2557. We're also taking stories of cooking disasters that you might have had on Thanksgiving that you can laugh at now, uh, but you might need to give it some time. Uh, Roseanne and Duarte, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, hello. So thankful. <laughs> oh, I'm choked up. Well, thanks for calling. Is this your first time? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the first time caller fanfare. Ready? <laughs> there you are. 
Roseanne, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, I just, I am so thankful that the Lord's going to be finding me a place to live. I'm, you know, I'm rent a room. I'm a senior citizen. And I know he's, he's going to, he's going to supply. He always supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Yeah. So, um, Are you looking for a place now? I have been for months. But, you know, here in Los Angeles, there's a lot of homeless and there's very, very little room. You know, where do you, where do you, yeah. where do you put somebody? You know, I mean, yeah. I, they tell you Section 8, Section 8 is closed, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I just, I'm putting feelers out everywhere and just saying, Lord, you know, I know that it's going to happen eventually. I trust you for it. Yeah. And uh, I definitely have to be out of here definitely before like, February or March. So you have a place that you're, you have a place that you're staying now, but you're losing that place. Yeah, they need my room for other family members because they're oh, selling okay. one of their. And this is yeah. Then they're down to two. So yeah. All right. So you've got a few months to figure it out, but the time is clicking away. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Well, do you have a story about a, a cooking disaster? Oh, yes. I'm well. I'm... Yeah, wait. <laughs> Did it happen in the place you're living now? That's why they're kicking you out? It's like, we can't ever do breakfast anymore. Goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really cook here. But anyway, uh, no, this was just uh, about five years into after um, my first husband and I moved into uh, my house in Anaheim. And we always, I always gave a lot of um, uh, parties, like 19 a year for like 25 people or you know, a little bit less than that sometimes. But, you know, so my kids could have family because I didn't have one really. So, um, you know, but I'm thankful now for my, for my, my church family. It's wonderful. Yeah. But, and, and for the Lord, I mean, if, if I didn't have a relationship with him, I'll tell you what, I don't know how people live without him. right? Yeah. I don't know either. Hey, can I pray for you before you go that you'll find a place? Oh, let me tell you about, well, sure, yeah. Let me tell you about what happened, though. Yeah, tell me what happened, See? then I'll pray for you before you go. Thank you very much. All right. Um, so so um, I'm pulling the bird out of the oven, and, oh, the same minute they come walking in the door, the bird slips out of the pan and goes flying across the kitchen floor. Like it actually flapped its wings and flew across? You. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's probably not what you mean, but if it is what you mean, then you did a lot of things wrong in that one right there. Yeah, turkeys don't fly at all. Yeah, so, turkeys yeah, don't no, fly at all, as we learned in that one TV show. Yeah. And I'm flying and screaming, going, oh, my God, the turkey's on the floor. Oh, no, oh, no. My first husband's in there helping me clean it up, and he puts it back in the pan. I, you know, my, my home's always spotless, so, you know, they all knew it wasn't going to be any dirty, you know, no, yeah. no dust bucks. But but goodness, it was just I was just like oh, I, I cried for about five. Minutes. I wonder how often people drop their turkeys. I bet that happens a lot. Uh, actually, well, yeah, you know, especially when you use those flimsy pans. All those terrible. Uh, oh yeah. I doubled up and then and got the kind that has like the 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 strong like rebar wire underneath of it. You know where yeah. you can lift it. And that never happened to me again. Yeah. But it was so funny in retrospect. It is. It is funny. <laughs> and see, it's good that you can laugh later. At that, oh, uh, although not oh, as funny as the actual turkey flying across the floor because it's got wings and it's trying to fly. 
Yeah. Hey, Roseanne, let me pray for you real quick. All right. God, I thank you for Roseanne and for her sense of humor. And uh, I pray that you provide her housing as she's losing her room and uh, that you would provide that sooner rather than later. I pray that she'll be able to afford it and you'll provide everything that she needs in order to do that uh, right here in our town. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Really quickly, Pastor Scott, your your um, idea of the uptown turkey, I, that I did it. I was able to do it one uh-huh. time. Did you do it? Did it work? Oh my gosh! Of course, oh, I yeah. brine. You brine first, anyways. Oh yeah, always better if you brine it. Yeah, buddy. And, um... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Roseanne, thank you for calling and uh, for confirming oh, that the upside-down turkey uh, fr- uh, cooking really works. 888-528-2557 uh, is the number, 888-528-2557. I'm telling you, the upside-down thing. Now, brining it, if you take the time to brine your turkey, you might be too late for that now. But if you take the time to do that... Uh, also very, very good uh, for turkey. But if you didn't, you know, the upside down part, it looks terrible, I'm telling you, but it tastes really good. I don't know that you should drop it on the floor. I bet that happens a lot. Do you, if you drop it on the floor, do you eat it? I bet most people do, unless the dog comes and eats it first, uh, which is what might happen in my house. Uh, I'm going to take a break here in a minute. I see your calls, Marie and Irene and others. We'll get to your calls here in just a minute. If you've got a story about uh, Thanksgiving disastrous meal, and if you would like to call and uh, share what you're thankful for, give us a call, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can watch the Pastor Scott Show live at kkla.com on our live stream, and you can follow me by following at Pastor Scott Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, X, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram at Pastor Scott Show. There's also a podcast, the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now back to the show. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. We're asking a couple questions. What are you thankful for, being that it is Thanksgiving time? And uh, maybe you have a story about a Thanksgiving meal that was particularly a disaster, but it's funny now, and you want to share that story with us. Some people have had some great stories, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Irene in Los Angeles, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. Hi, Irene, how are you? I'm I'm doing good, and I'm praising God for just being alive. Well, excellent. And my... My thankfulness is that I have I have bone-on-bone arthritis in both knees and hips, and they told me I needed to have surgery back in 2003. I have not had it, and uh, I'm a nurse, and so it's kind of saw a lot of things. Yeah. But I am grateful and thankful to the Lord that I'm still walking and I'm able to go and help other folks. Well, so that's, that's what I'm grateful and thankful for. That's great. So 20 years ago, you, they told you you have to have surgery, but you haven't had it yet. No, haven't had it yet. Oh, good deal. That's awesome. That's a great thing to be thankful for, and thank you for serving people the way that you do. Yeah. All right. And uh, my other, the, the disaster story was is that uh, one Thanksgiving, I my family usually always come to my house, and I do all of the cooking. 
And uh, I didn't check with them before, so I went in and cooked up all of this food, and nobody showed up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is a disaster. Well, except for... Yes, and I was sitting and waiting all day, but they didn't show up. Yeah, well, you know, on second thought, as I think about it, I love leftovers. So that would be not so much a disaster in my household. <laughs> Yeah. No, it would be. It would be. All right, Irene, thank you for calling the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. Oh, yeah, I, I love the leftover thing. I'll eat the uh, Thanksgiving leftover for days if I can get, get away with it. Oh, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I always want a little extras of uh, other things, and uh, that is pretty good. 888-528-2557. What are you thankful for or or and? Uh, what is it that you, uh, if you had a Thanksgiving meal that uh, got all messed up, you know, how have you messed up Thanksgiving or a disastrous Thanksgiving meal? What happened? 888-528-2557. Cynthia and Laguna Niguel, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you for having me on. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you. So, yeah, my cousin decided to latch the oven one year, which latching the oven meant it went, put it into cleaning mode. And you could not get the latch undone. Oh, no. <laughs> so then we had to get creative. So he went all MacGyver, got the butter knife out, and was able to unlatch it. But it was a near disaster. Wouldn't that just completely burn the turkey? Uh, yeah, it would have been ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you avoided it. it so you, been, you didn't actually... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But all it right. was potentially bad. It could have been turkey jerky. Yes, it definitely would have been. It would have been pretty terrible. All right. Uh, well, good. Uh, good for the butter knife and uh, and that working out. Thank you, Cindy uh, Cynthia, for calling the Pastor Scott Show. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Do you have a Thanksgiving disaster, something that uh, just didn't work out that you want to share? Or just call and say what you're thankful for. You know, I like to say and repeat this a lot at Thanksgiving time is that it's important to be thankful but when we talk about Thanksgiving, it's different than being Thanksgiving, right? It's a, it, it's a complete difference between gratitude and ingratitude. See, giving thanks is always about showing gratitude. And you can the thing is, is you can be thankful and at the same time show ingratitude. You know what I'm saying? Is that inside, in your heart, you might feel like you are thankful. And you, but if you don't express it, then what you're showing people is ingratitude. You know, there's a story in the Gospel of Luke, uh, in Luke 17. It's the story of the, the ten lepers. You know the story? Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him, and they stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And uh, leprosy was a big deal back then. It can still happen, by the way. You might think it's, you know, it's been mostly cured, but uh, every year, according to the CDC, there's 150 to 250 uh, cases in the United States, actually. In fact, a couple of years ago, there was a couple of schools in San Diego that parents got a letter that said, hey, uh, we got leprosy in the school. That'd be a weird letter to get, you know, as a parent, not one I would expect. Um, anyway, there were uh, it's something that uh, mostly has been cured. But back then in the Bible, it's a huge deal. And what they would do to you if you had leprosy, it's highly contagious. It damages the nerves and the skin, and you can lose your feeling and your toes and your fingers. And you can easily get hurt, but not know that you've been hurt because you've lost that, you've had that nerve damage, right? Um, and these people, the way they handled it was they just put you outside of society. You were an outcast. It was, you would be outside of the city walls and you were not allowed to come in 
unless you got better. And you could live for a long time, but you just weren't welcome in regular society. Uh, later on, we called them leper colonies, right? Groups of people who were lepers who had to live together because no one else wanted to be around them, and it was very because very contagious. And they created their own societies and communi- communities in different ways. Uh, they stood at a distance, probably because that's what you're supposed to do. And uh, so it says when when he saw them, uh, Jesus said, "Go show yourselves to the priests." And they went, and as they went, it says they were cleansed. In the Old Testament, the law said that if a person had a disease, once the disease went away, you had to go show yourself to the priest of that town, and then that gave you permission to come back into society, right? So if you had the leprosy and it went away, the process was to to go to the priest to demonstrate that you no longer have it, and then he would bless your reentry into society. That's how that would work. So when Jesus says, hey, go tell the priest that go show yourselves to the priest, they do. And as they went, they were cleansed. So somewhere along the way, we don't really know if it was immediate. We don't really know if it was sort of an act of faith that they decided to go to the priest. And because of that, then, you know, then they started to get healed. We don't know all the stuff. And depends on how far away they were from town, but it might've been a couple of days. But at some point along the way, these men realize that they've been healed. On the way, they were healed. And this is what happens. So look, uh, one of them, when he realized he was healed, came back praising God with a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus's feet and he thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And, you know, this is the thing that's interesting here is there were 10 guys, right, who all got healed, but only one of them came back. Only one of them came back and thanked Jesus for healing them. And Jesus in John or in Luke uh, 17, 17, he says, it says, Jesus asked, we're not all 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? You know, I'll bet Jesus is smiling here. I bet he's, I bet that he's not like mad. You know what I'm saying? Like there's different ways that he could say it. He could say, we're not all 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? You know, is that what he said? I don't think that's the way he said it. I think he knows very well where the other nine are. And uh, he says, hey, weren't there, weren't there 10 of you guys? Where are the other nine? And I bet he says that with a smile, right? Because he gets it, you know? And that's the big question. Where's the other nines? Because something's missing. Something's wrong in the, with the picture. Something's incomplete. It's not finished, right? There's a tension when something's been done for you and you don't say thank you. It closes the loop. It completes the transaction. And that really matters. You you finish the transaction when you come back and you say thank you. And verse 18, has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? And he's pointing out that Gosh, you know, the people that uh, are closest to me are the ones who have, have missed it here. How ungrateful those guys are. But, you know, the thing is about it is those other guys, they're probably not ungrateful, right? Those other nine inside in their heart, for sure, they're thankful to Jesus. Maybe they prayed to him later. Maybe they got saved later. Maybe they, you know, in their heart, for sure, they were thankful to Jesus because he healed them. But what's interesting here is that they didn't go say thank you to Jesus. You know, they clearly felt gratitude, but they didn't express it. And as Jesus is showing us here, it's a pretty big deal. Verse 19, it says, then he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. See, it's, it brings conclusion to the matter when you say that you're thankful. When it's, you know, you probably feel grateful in your heart to your spouse. You feel grateful in your heart to your kids or your, if you're a kid to your parents 
Maybe you feel grateful in your heart to your employees. Maybe you feel grateful in your heart to the people you work with. There's all kinds of relationships you have, right, where you are very thankful. You truly are thankful for that friend, that person in your life, that neighbor, whoever it is, that you truly have this thankfulness. And maybe you're thankful for your country or you're thankful for the salvation you have through Jesus, whatever it is. Here's the principle that really matters, and it impacts every relationship we have. It's that we have to express the gratitude. We have to say we're thankful. It it matters because if you don't express it, somehow it communicates ingratitude, right? We can say about these other nine lepers, well, of course they were thankful. And I'm sure that they were in their heart. This is the difference between thanksgiving and thanksbeing. The nine were being thankful. They were thanksbeing. I'm sure they were thankful. But only one came back and gave thanks. It's thanksgiving. This is what matters. See, and, and you might be saying, well, I have gratitude in my heart. And I've made this mistake before. And sometimes you don't say thank you or sometimes you don't get the note out or whatever it is. And in my heart, I feel truly thankful. I get so busy and I don't express it. The problem is, is that other person, they might feel the opposite of what you actually feel because they feel your, your ingratitude. That's why it's so important to our relationships to do that. I remember going to Costco when my kids were little and, uh, you know, you walk at the line at the end or it's the security check or whatever, and they mark your receipt. Well, if you have kids with you, what do they do? They put a little happy face on it, da, 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 happy face. And I always have to say to my kids, say thank you. And when they were little kids, they really loved it. Now that James is 14, I still make him put the happy face on it and he's all embarrassed. And I say, and I'm the one saying thank you because I enjoy teasing him that way. (laughs) He just rolls his eyes. Thank you. But it it's something that we recognize that we teach our kids that you got to say thank you. That's a big part of Thanksgiving. It's a huge deal that we say thank you to the people that have given us something, that we say thank you to God. That's really what Thanksgiving is about, thanking God. And uh, which is a funny thing. If you don't believe in God, then what is Thanksgiving? Who are you giving thanks to? You got to think about that. It really is about God. He's the one you give thanks to. Anyway, something to keep in mind, that you want to express your, your thanksgiving, and don't just be thanksgiving, be thanksgiving this Thanksgiving. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can follow me on social media. Give me a follow right now. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Pastor Scott Show, at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back as the Monday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Pastor Scott Show. What are you thankful for? 888-528-2557 if you want to share. 888-528-2557. Or maybe you've had a disaster with Thanksgiving before and it's a funny story that you want to tell. I haven't really had a disastrous Thanksgiving you know, as uh, some of you have talked about the food being ruined and stuff, the one I remember that was a mess, though, is uh, my family decided one year, and a lot of family, a lot of cousins, a lot of aunts and uncles, and lots of people, and I was a little kid, I, you know, we decided to go out to eat. You go out to eat for Thanksgiving? You ever done that? So that's not necessarily a bad idea on its own, except for the leftover question. That's my favorite is the leftovers. But we go out to eat at this restaurant, and it must have cost a lot of money. I don't know. But this restaurant... The tables that they sat us at, they must have been 10 feet across. Like from the person sitting across from you, they were so far away that you couldn't talk to them. Like it was far enough that the only person you could really speak to was the person to your left or to your right. And that's it. And so there was nothing you could do the whole meal. And we must have been there for two or three hours where they bring the courses out and did the different things. 
And I remember sitting across from one of my cousins who just sort of, he just sat there the whole time and you could tell he just hated every minute of it. And he just had this frown on his face the entire time. And it's because you couldn't talk to him. Like we waved at each other a couple of times, but you know, a big part of it is if you can be with people is to be with them and have those conversations. And something I would encourage you to do, by the way, is if you, two things, if you have plans and you're making food, think about putting out an invitation to people who have nowhere to go. The holidays are a lonely time. And the thing is, is that a lot of people around you, maybe your neighbors, maybe it's people at church, maybe it's people that you sit by at church and you just have no idea that they have nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. And you might be sitting down for your meal right now, or you're getting ready to, you know, whatever, whatever the time is. And you're just thinking, you know, you got an empty seat, you got leftovers that, you know, maybe you want later, but you could feed another person, invite them. Take the time to make sure that your next door neighbors, like literally your neighbors, the people around you have a place to go. Make sure that, you know, there's somebody to invite. If you're really bold, Christy and I have done this a couple of times. We've actually just put out on the social media, uh, hey, if you need a place to go for Thanksgiving, we've done this for Christmas too, come to our house. And I'll tell you what, there's been times when nobody has responded. I think most of the time nobody has responded, actually. But there's been a couple of times where people have. One time we had the most hodgepodgey group of people show up. And you know what? It was a great time. So that's number one. Don't assume everybody you know has, has something to do. A lot of people don't. And so put the invitation out there one way or the other, whether it's people you know, if you're comfortable with that, or if, or just people you work with, find out what people are doing. And the second thing is if you're the person and you have nowhere to go, it's okay to put that out there somehow, right? It's okay to say, hey, does anybody have uh, extra space? I would love to spend Thanksgiving with you. I can understand why that would be embarrassing or whether you feel something about that. But you know what? I think that you would find that a lot of people would say, would, would feel like, oh my gosh, you have no place to go. And they would invite you over. And especially in your churches, there are a lot of lonely people in churches and they come all dressed up and they look great on Sunday and you think they've got their life together. And when they go home, it's a mess. You know, every Sunday they're singing loud to God and you think to yourselves, wow, look at, look at her. She is singing her heart out and uh, she is just praising God. But what you don't know is that maybe she's doing battle in that worship time, right? Maybe this is a battle cry for her. There's stuff going on that we don't tell people. And part of the great things that we can do at holidays is get together with people and share a meal and pray for each other and encourage one another. I really want to encourage you to do that. 888-528-2557 is the number Pastor Scott Show. Yolanda and Downey, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Yolanda. Hello. Hi, Yolanda. Go ahead. Okay, I want to say something funny that happened um, a few years ago. I'm the oldest of 11. Um, I'm the oldest. And I had this fantastic turkey from an auntie in San Diego. And the stuffing, believe it or not, was made out of oysters. Oh, yeah, some people that's do delicious. oyster stuffing. Yes, delicious, delicious. You like anyway, it? I okay, do, all right. I do, I like it, I like it. So I thought, oh, wow, I never had that before. So next Thanksgiving and my family, I'm the oldest, so I was making the turkey, and I made it. I called the auntie, I asked her for a recipe, blah, 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 and it went, dinner time, so now it's time for dinner time. So they get onto, 
I made extra dressing, of course. So everybody digs into the dressing. Oh, my gosh. Nobody loved it. <laughs> Ooh, not, what is this? What? Ooh. So anyway, it was sad because nobody liked the dressing, only my brother and I. Yeah. We liked seafood. So whatever it is that I, I didn't do what Auntie did, it was a bad case. you got to be careful when you're, when, you're in, you know, when you're introducing something new or unusual. Thanksgiving isn't always the best time to do that. Yeah, I found that out. Yeah, so yeah. Anyway, that's one of my funny but sad stories for Thanksgiving. It's a great story, I though, guess. because I know a lot of people can relate. Thank you, Yolanda, yeah. for sharing that. 888-528-2557. Yeah, Thanksgiving, you know, it's a you don't want to, it's not the experimental day. That's what that's what I have found. Experiments tend to uh you know, maybe it depends on how confident you are, but you got to think about it. 888-528-2557. Roberto in LA, welcome to the Pastor Scott show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thank you for answering my home call. I'm be thankful to God because he's been using me to glorify him through my brothers and sisters and the uh, homeless in downtown by the ski roll. I've been getting a lot of donations from people that give me clothing, blankets, shoes. So after work, I go right now and deliver it to the, to the people that are in the streets. So I've been thankful to God. He, he rescued me from the, from the drugs and alcohol. So I'm trying to be thankful to him and uh, tell other people about Jesus and the love that he gets for everybody. Good for Thank you. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you, Roberto. Thank you for that. And uh, you know what? You're blessing people with uh, all of that. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. What are you thankful for? Uh, Shelly in Granada Hills. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Shelly. How are you? Uh, I mean, I'm okay, but I've been better. Yeah. I was, um, I'm thankful for lots of things. Uh, I... I just became more uh, interested in the Lord lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was before this bad thing happened to me, but my son and I became homeless about three months ago. Okay. And um, it's very hard getting shelter. I live in the Valley, and it's very hard getting shelter. But I've noticed that it's different. It, before, when I had a place to live, I saw, you know, people that were homeless, and I would try my hardest to give what I could. But it's amazing now, because being homeless, it's you see so much more people are homeless now. Yeah. Families, um, all, all kinds of different people from walks of all kinds of walks of life. And there's encampments, but then there's so many by themselves. Like, I am, you know, people are at the metro station. You know, they park there. They park, they go up into the woods and park at the, you know, to sleep at night, mm-hmm. somewhere safe. And it's just so sad. Even me, I mean, okay, whatever. But it's just so sad to think that, you know, it's, they're just all by themselves. They could be in a corner on the street and, you know, they're by themselves, but there's so many more of them that I've ever noticed in my life. Yeah. Well, it's it's record setting right now. We have record setting homeless uh, in California. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, I feel, I feel so terrible for them, even though I'm in the same place. It's just, it's crazy. I just feel so. Yeah. 
I wish I could do something for them, but I can't. Well, right now you got to make sure that you're getting taken care of yourself so that later on when you get settled, then you can help others. So it's That's okay. what I love to do, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to try to get uh, settled yourself. So where are you staying now? Uh, I do have a car, um, but unfortunately, that's where I'm staying, in the car. Yeah. Um, and your, is your son with you? So Did you say that? I have a son with me, yes, but God, God, thankful, thank for God. He has a job. He got a job, okay. except for, you know, even though he has his job, he works at night, so... He has to sleep during the day, yeah. so it's kind of very hard. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it you is know, hard. whatever. There's harder situations than mine. Uh, I do have other kids, but unfortunately, my family's—I don't know why—they're just not around as much, which I'm sure a lot of people go through. Um, do you? But, or do you have contact with them? Do you talk to them? Sorry. Do you talk to your, the rest of your family, your other kids? I do, but they're not too involved, and and I don't know why. Well, one's kind of far, and the other one, I know she she must be just very busy. I don't know. People yeah. always think certain things like, oh, you know, your kids, you know, oh, what about your kids? Yeah. I was raised back in the day that my dad, you know, raised me before he died. You know, hey, you take care of the your, you know, when I get older, obviously you we we take care of our elderly. Yeah. You know, we take care of our parents. These the kids these days. Not all of them. I noticed are like that. You know. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's important it to do it. The, the scriptures. You know, one of the commandments is to honor your father and mother, and that's not written to little I kids. Agree. It's, yes, it's written to grown-ups. Can I'm almost out yeah. of time. Can I pray for you, Shelley? Okay. Yes, uh, please. God, I, I think love that. I thank you for Shelley. I pray that you would provide permanent housing for her and her son. We're grateful that her son is working. I pray that you would lead her right now to the right places for shelter and for transitional housing so that she can get uh, out of her car and back into a home uh, with her son. I pray that you would unify her family, that they would be involved here in helping their mom, that they would follow the scriptures and what you called us to do to honor our parents. Uh, I pray that Shelly and her son are able to celebrate Thanksgiving, and I'm grateful for her attitude and her care for other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Amen. Hey, Shelly. One more thing, Pastor. I'm almost out of time. I'll make it quick. If anybody does uh, need an extra hand, I'm here to help. If anybody wants to, hey, you know, get a hold of me to get food or anything. I appreciate that, Shelly. Would you connect with a church and talk to the pastor about your situation? Uh, please do that, and uh, you might be able to get some help with that. Everybody, have a happy Thanksgiving. We're out of time, unfortunately. There's a lot of Shelleys out there. Keep them in mind and invite them over if you can. Pastor Scott Show, eight to, 3 to 5 each and every day. We'll see you later. Have a good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.